Welcome back to Come Walk With Me, episode 22. So, uh, I'd been talking to a, uh, a co-worker the other day, and um, they were concerned about how, how they negotiate, and how they, how they take care of themselves best. You know, um, there is no disloyalty, uh, especially in America, especially in the state I live in, uh, you have, it's right to work, so... You know, you're not guaranteed anything. The company can let you go for any reason. Um, which, I, to some degree, sucks. Uh, in this market, isn't all that terrible. Just because there are so many available openings. Um, you really have more of an opportunity to move yourself up a little bit. Kind of you, secure yourself a slightly better, maybe slightly more advanced position that you can grow into. Versus... Uh, fighting off the hordes of other uh, people looking for jobs. Now, that is changing slightly. It seems like more and more people are starting to go back to work, which is good. Definitely want uh, people to be able to provide for their families and for themselves. Um, and we really want people to feel well, well compensated. Yeah. Maybe not well. Adequately compensated compensated for what they do works tough it's it really is it's it's part of you it's part of your life but really it's a, a mean an ends to a means I think I'm saying that correctly you know most of us have jobs um, or side hustles or hobbies um, not because we want to necessarily work, but we're looking to better our situation. We're looking to um, add financial stability, add um, bank account liquidity, possibly. Uh, you know, so being able to negotiate, being able to sell yourself is something everyone should have some skills at. Now, I personally... I, as I've gotten older, I, I, and I've definitely done more negotiating. I wish, at a at a younger age, I had realized that you could kind of push a little bit, give a nudge. You know, you can't go too crazy because they'll say no. But if they really like you, and especially if you've gotten, because uh, normally the the salary conversation doesn't occur uh, on the first interview. You know, sometimes they'll. Uh, when you're trying to apply, they'll ask you for what your range is. And um, I always try to be pretty honest. You know, if you're going to tally a range, you might as well tally it to as close as you can with your comfort level. Now, um, if the range, if if my old salary, my current salary uh, is not a mandatory field, I do my best not to fill that out. Uh, I've never really liked letting them know what I'm making now and then them having that buffer knowing, well, he's making this, so we could probably get away with offering this versus, oh, we don't know what he's making, but here's the range we have, you know, and sometimes those ranges can be fairly large. Um, sometimes those ranges, uh, you know, it all depends, especially if you're moving, if you're going cross country, uh, what, what would be a fair pay rate in, on the East Coast uh, it's definitely not a fair pay rate on the West Coast. I mean, the cost of living on the West Coast of America is ridiculously high. You know, rent, 
gas, food. It, <laughs> uh, so you can find people on the West Coast doing the same exact job as you're doing, but they're getting paid a lot more. Now, if you're lucky and you can work remotely and maybe pick up that guy on the West Coast job, that's a good deal. I mean, you know, you're getting West Coast salary, but living on the East Coast or living in the middle of the country where property is cheap, win-win, <laughs> you know what I mean? Winner, winner, chicken, dinner. Let's do it, people. Um, <laughs> and as always, I have drifted off topic to some degree, but so negotiation. Um, there's not a lot of tips, at least in my opinion. Confidence is the big one. You know, this is this is this is the best thing you can have for when you're selling this product. And the product you're selling is yourself. You know yourself. You know your skills. You know what you can do. So being confident and being firm, I don't think is a problem. Now, there is a difference between being firm and rude or a jerk. So, you know, if you aren't sure... Talk to some friends. Talk to your parents. Run the theory past them. Hey, this is what I was thinking. This is what I was going to try and do. Do I sound like a jerk? Do I sound like an, a donkey? Um, but you need to believe in yourself. And really, that's that's it. You know, if even if you go to that job and they, they're like, well, hey, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, I hear this description. I'm listening. I'm listening hard. I got this description down. I can do this, and I can do this, and I can do this, and I can do that, and I can do this, and I can do that, and I can do that. And you get down to bullet points 9 and 10, uh, and you're like, oh, well, I know about that, but I haven't done it. No, okay, I've seen that, but I haven't done it. Look, if 80% of that job you got covered, I, I really don't see a problem with 20% of that job you being like, oh, I can grow into that. So now, on the flip side... You know, the confidence you're going to have is going to be a little, should be a little less strong if, if you go through all the bullet points of what the job entails and you're looking at only 20% of it being like, oh, I can do all that 20% real good. That 80% I'm not so sure. So that gives you a weak spot. Um, don't, don't let yourself feel weak. You know, you've gotten this far. Now, I do recommend when negotiating and you have the 80 uh, 80% cover you got down like you got down as your skill set 20% you could grow to you can push a little bit harder you can be a little more wild with your negotiating when it comes to the I only got 20% of that job covered and 80% is kind of like a up in the air I don't know maybe type thing you know again still negotiate because you got to work this job you're going to work these hours you're going to if you're anything like me you're going to put in extra hours you're going to make sure the job's done. You're going to have, oh, hey, look, I got a vacation next week. Crap, I got to do all this extra work so no one has to pick up my slack next week when I'm on vacation. Um, these are good habits, good things to have. They also suck a little bit, too, because it does kick your own butt. Um, you know, companies should make sure there's enough coverage and you shouldn't have to uh, prep so hard to be, you know, oh, well, while I'm gone, everything's covered now and I got to worry about nothing. Well, really... If, if that's the problem, companies need to have a little more coverage. Now, uh, it's still part of my personal, um, one of my things, one of the things I do. You know, I don't like to think that even if I have someone covering for me, you know, I don't want them picking up 
my normal stuff. I want them there for an emergency. I want them there for something that occurs that week, not something that could have been done two weeks ago. So you have to remember these things when you're negotiating. And you also need to remember, there's a couple of big differences between negotiating for a pay raise at a job you already have and negotiating uh, your pay uh, for a job you're looking to switch over to. Um, when it's a job you already have, obviously there is limits. Most companies have pay ranges. They have, you know, oh, okay, well, if you're at this level, this is what you can get. They max out, things like that. Now, uh, in a market where it's hard to find people, in a market where, you know, there's more jobs than there are uh, employees, at least at least people actively wanting to be an employee, you definitely have a lot more power. You know, if you if you already have a job with a company, um, yeah, sure they can fire you, but if it's really hard uh, to replace you in a in a in a decent timeline, if it's really hard to replace you because there's a major project going on, um, you know, when you're negotiating for that new pay raise, you might be able to leverage a little more. You might be able to get that extra 10% on top of what they were willing to pay. Um, but, you, I mean, you have to think, you know, it's it's not really being rude. Uh, and don't think of it being rude because it's, it's not the person you're negotiating's money most likely. Uh, it's a business, you know, and y you are selling yourself. That the company is saying they want to buy your skills, they want to buy your personality for that yearly pay. They are leasing your time. You know, you don't get that time back. You know what I mean? It's, you know, yeah, oh, sure, you get benefits. Yeah, there's other things. Um, and those are things you should consider when negotiating, whether it's a new job or whether it's the current job, you know. Uh, some companies give much better benefits than others. So, yeah, hey, I can do this same job somewhere else for more money, but their benefits might be crap. You know, it's definitely something... Uh, I I don't think most people take... Most people take benefits for granted before they have children and or are married. Um, because really, health benefits and all that stuff, it's pretty freaking cheap when you're a single person. When you don't have a wife, when you don't have kids, and you're just covering yourself, really... The benefits aren't all that expensive uh, and pretty much e fairly even across most employers. Now, there are some differences. There are some that are much better than others. Um, but where you really notice it is when you're married, when you have kids. You know, you're, you've got four people. You know, you're playing this insurance and, and it's, call it 600 $700, you know, a month, maybe more depending if, you know, uh, smaller companies obviously don't get uh, as good of a price break from uh, insurance companies as these larger companies that have 50,000 people. So it gets expensive, you know, and what does it cover? And and, and how do you understand what's, what, what it covers? Because that's a whole other mess. Like trying to go through um, what health insurance actually covers is such crap. And it's so convoluted. I mean, really, you, you almost need a college degree in bull crap to understand most of what these plans do. Uh, and I'm sure it's they're written they went that way on purpose. Um, and, you know, with experience and with time, you go through more jobs. You'll learn to see uh, what you think is important to you. You'll see the benefits that you mean the most. You know, companies that give you a uh, good 401k, 
uh, that's, you know, that's a pretty great thing. Like if, if they're willing to, um, meet, you know, like, Oh, Hey, if you put 4% in, we'll put 4% in. I mean, that's 4% of money free, you know, and it's tax free. It goes in that 401k. You didn't pay for it. And plus then you put your force. Now it's 8% of your salary or something along those lines. Uh, there's companies I've heard of that do, um, 10% straight into your 401k above your salary, and then you contribute more. So, uh, in some cases, you could be almost 20% of your salary per year in, in like a 401k, which, you know, that's pretty badass, especially if, you, if you're starting young. If you're, if you're young at a company like this, uh, you could really put together, uh, especially if you like that company uh, or some of these other companies, um, something like that, you could put together one heck of a sweet retirement package, you know. You, you get that you get in there at 2022 20, and you just like you know you, you start low level doing something and you spend your whole career in some of these companies with some of these benefits and you know you get to your mid-50s and be like Psh, you know i can retire i don't need to do another 10 years i don't need to do another 15 years who are we kidding by the time uh, any of us well by the time most of the people that listen to this with me retire uh we'll probably be retiring somewhere just shy of our 80s um it does seem like it does seem like it's going to be harder and harder to do. Uh, on the plus side, uh, if I get lucky, and if uh, if enough people keep listening to this podcast, maybe maybe I can do this the rest of my life, and I'd be okay with that. Uh, you know, currently this is this is a passion, uh, a passion project. It's just fun. I'm glad you all listen. Um, I hope you all keep listening. Spread the word to your friends. You know what I mean. Just uh, let them know about. Come walk with me. I would love that. I'd love to have more people listening. Uh, please don't forget, you can also email me at cwwm at protonmail.com uh, if you want advice. Uh, I, I would like to do my Dear Walker um, kind of advice lit podcast thing. Uh, though this kind of, uh, this conversation here about negotiating, like I said, I was talking to a coworker and they weren't sure how to, what to, where to. Uh, so I figured I'd kind of maybe Deer Walker-esque that question into this podcast. Uh, hopefully she's listening uh, in the near future. I'm sure she's probably hanging out, chilling on her couch, you know, relaxing. Maybe she's baking some good gluten-free desserts. Just saying. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we got to remember, when you're negotiating, you, you should. You know, you should try to get the best value for the lease on you. They're going to they're gonna have you eight hours a day, five days a week, you know, if not more. I mean, a lot of us, you know, I, I know I put in extra hours. I do weekends sometimes. Uh, I show up to fix things that, you know, I don't have to do. I, you know, it's above and beyond. So always remember that. Like, you should find a comfortable level, something that makes you happy, something that you think will pay your bills and allow you to save and allow you to go on a vacation, uh, or both, you know, one, you know, and not necessarily both, but it's probably better if it is both, you should be able to save money and still do a vacation and not have broken the bank, um, now they teach their own, some people love to travel like crazy and spend all kinds of money on that, uh, I enjoy travel, uh, I don't enjoy spending all kinds of money, uh, that especially since the children, I have become very... Uh, conscious, very aware of what I spend. Uh, I think most people that have kids do also. 
but yeah, you know, when you're going to go there, go in, especially in this kind of market, go in, in from a, a point of strength. You know, they need, you already work there. They need you to keep making money. So maybe we could talk about me making a little more money. You know, especially in these days and ages, everything's more expensive. Gas is up ridiculously high. Food is more expensive. It's, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, um, going in and saying, hey, this is what I did. You know, you present, if this is a job you've had, you present and say, hey, here's what I did. Here's the project I did. Here's what I'm doing now. What can we, what can we do about compensating me for this work? You know, here's what I want to continue to do for you. What can we do to compensate me about this work? So you really need to go in uh, and be confident and be sure of yourself. You know, there's a chance they'll say, uh, well, we're only going to give you this. But at least you tried. You know, if you didn't try, then it doesn't matter. And if they're really going to be uh, terrible, terrible about compensating you, terrible about um, rewarding you for... I, and that's, a, especially if you've ever had the job, that's what it is. It's, you've worked your butt off. You've solved a lot of things. You've made changes. You've created new things for them. Things they didn't have. And now you should get a bump for that because you might have made it more profitable you might have made something more streamlined you are investing your time your mind your hard work into this company and you get something yes you get a paycheck yes you get benefits sometimes you get stock options but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you shouldn't negotiate you know you never really see deflation uh, there's lots of inflation and normally it's slow and steady but it always seems to be things get a little more expensive every year. Currently this year, they have seemed to, got, seemed to have jumped up to a lot more expensive. And it is annoying. Um, so stand strong. You know, if you have the job, they want to keep you. As long as you're not a jerk. Uh, or a donkey. Um, but remember, you know, find the number you think is fair. Look around at other job sites. Uh, and then go in there, and when they say, oh, well, here's what we were thinking, and you say, well, here's what I was thinking, you know, it's, it's always better to let them go first. Now, if you're applying for a new job, and it's a company you don't work for, you know, this is where you really have to do a lot of the work. This is where you have to try and assess, what do they charge you for health insurance? What kind of time off do you get? What kind of hours are you going to work on a regular basis? You know, not the emergency stuff, because all jobs have emergency stuff where, oh, hey, there was a last minute project or something caught fire. And now we, you know, have to close shop and you should do it this way. But you should think about these factors. You should try and find out what happened to the guy or girl who had the job before you. You know, do they get promoted up or do they leave? You know, if they left, you know, it might be because there really was nowhere to go. Maybe there was nowhere to negotiate. They did a year, and the company was like, okay, well, we'll give you 50 bucks more. Uh, no, I've been killing myself, and this and this and this are work better. You know, like, you know, I expect to be fairly compensated. So, um, and again, fair, fair compensation uh, is uh, in the eye of the beholder. The company definitely is prone to think uh, compensation is probably lower. Uh, fair compensation is probably lower than what you would think fair compensation is, and Hopefully you can find somewhere you can meet in the middle. Um, but you need to try and consider those things. You know, it's, it's hey, you get this great salary, but 
Oh, you're a contractor and there's no benefits. Well, that great salary is spent real quick on having to get, you know, outside health insurance for you and your kids. God forbid you have to try and use Cobra. Cobra is ridiculously expensive. Now, uh, I believe on the plus side with Cobra, you can um, pay when you actually need it. Not like you don't have to pay monthly. You can just go, oh, hey, I need this now and pay them and they will cover things. But it's also like stupid expensive. Uh, at least in my opinion. Um, so, like I said, when you negotiate, remember, you're you're selling yourself. You know, I, I know it, it sounds a little cheesy, but you you are the product that's on the table. You know, they want these things done, and you're the one that's going to do them. So, you are selling them yourself for roughly 40 hours a week, which is roughly five days a week, depending on the company, depending on the schedule. And then on the occasional, you know, here's a weekend. Or, I mean, maybe this job calls for regular weekend work. You definitely should get more compensation if you're really working yourself to the bone. I mean, it's we have one life, you know, and the time you spend at work, while I do enjoy my job, while I do enjoy my coworkers, uh, I much more enjoy being at the firehouse or hanging out and playing D&D with my friends. You know, like, work is good, but it's not really what I, you know, like, if you were like, hey, what do you want to go do today? I'd be like, Dungeons and Dragons. Let me go hang out at the firehouse and play some pool and see if a call comes in. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't want to go to work? No. I'd prefer, I'd prefer not to. You know what I mean? There's, there's pressure. There's things I had to do. There's repercussions if I screw up things. I mean, there's repercussions if you screw up things everywhere. But, you know what I mean? I'd much rather be playing Dungeons and Dragons with friends, eating some mega fries and a cheese steak, like kicking back versus sitting at the office in front of a desk fixing computers. Woohoo, yippee. You know what I mean? Like, I like it. I've been doing it for years. I'm good at it. But it's not, it's not the thing I get. I, it's not the thing I wake up for in the morning. Uh, I wake up for my kids in the morning. I also tend to wake up because of my kids in the morning because they are terrible sleepers. But, um, so just remember, go in strong. The, you know, you, they want you at this point. You know, more, most negotiations happen at the very end. So you are the one they picked. So you have that beside you. If you have the job, you've already shown them you can do the job. You've already shown them you can do the job better than it probably was done before. Uh, I mean, hey, maybe you're picking up the slack of other people that have left. Maybe you're doing the, you know, the stuff a manager you had did, and now they're gone. Well, hey, you know, maybe it's time for a pay raise and a promotion. Like, you know, these are the things you have to put under your belt, and you just got to go for it. You know, uh, as long as you are fairly, uh, fairly secure with your financial situation, as long as you have a certain amount of money put away where you could protect yourself, you know, pay your bills for a couple months, uh, I say go for it. I mean, you have nothing to lose. The worst they're going to say is, sorry, you're getting what we offered you originally. Um, they very, you know, for a new job, yes, okay, maybe they don't take you on. Uh, I gave up a couple recently. Um, I, I, they said, here's what it is. And I said, I, I can't do it for that. Well, this is all we pay for it. Well, then, then sorry, I'm not interested. Uh, you know, again, I had a full-time job, job lined up a while ago when that occurred. It's okay. You know, no big deal. I came from a position of power because I had a paycheck coming in. The new, the, the opportunity looked interesting, but what do I care? Like, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to try and screw me on this? Like, you're not paying a fair enough wage for that. Well, this is all we pay. Well, then obviously you don't want, 
my quality of a, of an employee. You don't want someone who can bring with the, the skills I bring to the table. So you might need to look at the, look and reassess what your, uh, your pay raise is, your pay rate is. Cause, um, yeah, some companies that they will do everything they can to pay you the, the absolute least possible. And I think that's a bad play because in my opinion, you're going to turn over employees left and right. They might come on, they might gain some skills for a year or two, and then they're gone. You know what I mean? You got to show them you appreciate them and not just with words. You got to show them money sometimes, pay them a little more, do nice things. I mean, it's it's hard. You know, like you might be the boss of this company and this is your company and you love it and you're proud of it. And it's, well, if you want to keep people on that company, you have to make them want to be a part of it. You have to show them and compensate them fairly if not maybe a little more than fairly you know especially depending on how tight the market is um and look i'm not saying like if you you know hey i'm a i'm a basic it support guy i want one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year look i get it that's unreasonable but you know most of the jobs i see you'll see it for like $20 $20 an hour, which don't get me wrong, $20 an hour is a good salary depending on what you do. But for for most IT jobs, it's not. You put a lot of hours in, you do a lot of weird things. You know, it, it, any any IT support job that isn't like uh, bare bones entry level should never be, should probably never be below 35. You know what I mean? You're, 70,000 a year minimum you should be making for most IT jobs. And honestly, I think 40 is too low for the, the, the real low end. I think at this point, 50, 55 is uh, pretty darn uh, good and fair. Now, that's me. Uh, if, I can turn this, um, if I can turn this into a well-producing-of-money in- institution, you know, if, if I can get paid to just talk to you guys, I, uh, I would hope to be able to show that love to my employees one day will i get there i don't know like i said this is a passion project but i would like to think uh, i would live by the principles i espouse to you guys you know uh or maybe okay maybe i do give them 20 dollars an hour but we pay all of the health care oh you have a wife and kids we pay that too you know things like that so you know you could there are ways to compensate oh you know there's there's a lot of things uh, but remember, when you go to negotiate, uh, it's not going to be easy. You're going to be nervous, okay? But you, you don't have to be smooth. You don't have to be like a lawyer that's defending a client and you're trying to Perry Mason the jury, like, blah, 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 smooth. I got this. It's cool. Everyone's chill. We rockin'. Like, you can stutter. You can freak out. You can talk a little bit like me currently. I, You know, I have my moments where I'm not the most well-spoken. I, I can drift i will have long pauses on occasion this is okay you're a human being they're a human being um but stand up for yourself if if you look at your salary and you work that job and you want more money because you feel like you're not being fairly compensated try and do a little research look around see what's out there you know maybe you go oh hey i'm making fifty thousand dollars a year not a bad salary but hey other people make 75 well is there any major differences is it you know is it 
are there some requirements? Is there some kind of thing I missed? Is the person making 75 been doing this for 10 years? The same job? Or, you know, do they just have a cert? Do they, you know, I have my bachelor's and master's. What do they have? You know, you have to try and figure those things out. Now, it's not easy. I'm not saying that. But do the research. Look around and then find what you're comfortable with. You know, maybe maybe, maybe the company, you're at 50 and they might not, they're probably not going to jump you $25,000. I'm not saying you shouldn't try. Um, but maybe you're like, well, you know, yeah, I'd love a 75, but honestly, if I could get the 60, I'd be very happy there. That'd be good money that I can bank or something along those lines, you know, something I can store away or invest into cryptocurrencies or stocks, things for the future. Um, this is what you have to think about. Now, when you're, um, applying for a job and you already have a job, uh, you have a little bit more leeway. You can say, Hey, you know, that 65 you're paying, yeah, I need 75, you know, for, for what you're asking for the amount of, uh, um, headaches for the amount of time I'm going to have to put in for the new things I'm going to have to create for you. You know, I think this is a fair salary. And you see what happens. I mean, worse than worse, you go back to a job you already liked or at least, you know, in, in, didn't dislike and you try again at the next company. Um, this is probably one of the least uh, rambling uh, conversations I've had with you guys so far. At least I think so. Uh, please, uh, you know, if you have any ideas... Uh, if you, any comments, reach out to me, cwwm at protonmail.com. Uh, you know, this is, this is Walker. Thanks for walking with me. Um, I really, you know, I love you all. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Please spread the word to your friends, to your family, anybody you think who might enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to keep doing them as long as I can, uh, as long as my kids let me, <laughs> Uh, this is actually, it's later than I expected. I originally expected to do this on Friday. It's Sunday. Uh, but I'm actually doing it at 8 o'clock at night, which is rare. Uh, so it's it's kind of nice. It's kind of refreshing not to be uh, really close to <laughs> being ready for bed. Um, thank you all for listening. Please, you know, spread the word. Let people know about Come Walk With Me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, uh, I will be trying to add guests in the near future. Uh, I am working on those proje- on that project. Uh, but currently I'm just an army of one. And yeah, I walk alone some nights. <laughs> Talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. Take care. Thanks. Bye.